Hello, my friends, Katie Day down here in Houston, Texas, here with Stephen Kim for another episode of Real Advice. Anyways, super excited today for our guest. Our guest today has over 10,000 subscribers on YouTube, and his channel has over 1.4 million views um, on his channel. He digs into real estate, theme parks, local businesses, local attractions, and more. Join me in welcoming Ken Pozik in Orlando, Florida. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. One of my favorite, uh, I don't know if I want to say memories, because like we've actually never met in person, but one of my favorite moments uh, of or with Ken was uh, when a few years back when you created an About Me video. And the entire thing was basically just like, here's some things I'm not great at, or I'm okay at, or whatever. Here's some things that I can like do, right? And then he goes into like, specific detail on like how he and his team help clients in the Orlando area. It was, you know, short and funny and informative all at the same time. And I've seen so many agents try to execute it <laughs> and none of them have hit the mark. So that was always something that was probably my, the first thing I ever saw, like as far as content from you. And I know you do way more than that. Right. But that was the first thing I was oh. like, Hey, I, I like this guy. Like I like what he's doing. Um, so it's been it. cool, you know, watching you from afar for, you know, a while now. Right. Yeah, I told my team the other day I got to re I got to reshoot it because I was like kind of fat at the time and I lost all this weight and so everybody's like they see me from that high video and they're like you look different I'm like well that's a good thing it could have well, went the other way at least it's not yeah at least it's not the other way right and they're like oh you look different you're like oh, I know <laughs> cool so man. Can, can share us share with us like where do you go for in and i and i know this is a question you probably get asked by everyone but where do you go for inspiration for the content that, that you've produced to where you're going like is there a particular hack like share with people who are even starting their video journey on where they may, might want to go to pick up some great content I think like, so yeah, like the free version of it would be just using google.com and just going to the actual like website where you can see the drop down of like, you start typing in like Arlington, Virginia, and then like it all of a sudden things start popping down and mm-hmm. it'll tell you what people are already searching about your town. And that's really cool. And so um, that's a great place to start. And then once you start looking to upgrade that experience um, for yourself and you want to invest, there's a website. Um, well, I was using I was using TubeBuddy and Keywords Everywhere, which is still a great. Those are still great tools. A lot of us still use. There's a lot of big YouTubers that use TubeBuddy. But my most favorite, like, big hack lately is a, a program called Morning Fame, mm-hmm. and uh, it's MorningFA.me. Have you guys heard of this? No. Okay. Yeah. It is. Uh, I don't like, I hate when agents are like game changer, everything's a game changer, but it's a freaking game changer. (laughs) Uh, The game has been changed. The game has been changed. So um, look it up and it's right now it's like by, um, by invitation only, but it's like, if you've got a friend that already has it, like the link is free and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, what you do is you put in your YouTube channel and it looks it over and says, based on what your videos are doing, you should consider shooting this. And here's what everybody else in your niche is shooting. And this is what's performing well. This is what's not. And you can type in a keyword like, you know, Orlando real estate and like based off of Orlando's real estate, you should consider doing these tags and Mm. it's sick. And so um, I think one thing creators do get caught up is like, um, not shooting video content around what people are already searching. Mm-hmm. And so if you start there, instead of like, I've got a great video to talk about how amazing I am, um, <laughs> which I think a lot of realtors like gravitate towards, 
um, if you focus on what the eyeballs are already searching for, then you're going to do well. Amazing. Amazing. Um, so walk us through kind of your video journey. Did you wake up one day and just say, you know what, it just kind of dawned on you. I'm going to do real estate in a different way. Or did you even have that type of insight? Was it just kind of like, this is who I am. I'm going to start my video journey. And wow, it's resonating with kind of the real estate crowd or people who want to buy and sell. Yeah, it started off where it was like, um, I, I moved to Orlando in, in like 2016, like late 2016, early 2017. And I was like, what do I do? Like, I'm starting over in a new area. I'm going to buy Zillow leads. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm like spending money left and right. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> like, there has to be a better way because I'm not getting any good ROI on what I'm spending and I'm chasing these leads and 10 days of pain and all this stuff that's just not me. And so um, I had come across like another real estate agent doing new construction videos in another state. And I was like, that's kind of cool. It's like, I reached out to him, like, what are you doing here? He's like, well, you know, I shoot these new construction videos and he didn't really have that many even subs, like a thousand subs, but he had a decent amount of views. He's like, yeah, I get, you know, some time to time people call me about it. I'm like, no kidding. I'm going to do that. <laughs> so I was like, I just like started taking my cell phone out and like doing long tail keyword new construction. So like, um, so, so Katie, you're in Houston. What's like a suburb of Houston though? Um, Cyprus. I was going to say Katie because that's actually is a suburb, but uh, oh yeah, okay. Cyprus. <laughs> so Sorry. Cyprus. So like Cyprus, like getting more like ranking for um, Cyprus new construction or like David Weekly Cyprus new construction would be way easier than ranking for Houston real estate, mm. right? So I was started shooting these like really long tail keyword videos, and like they were getting. 30 views, 40 views, but I was starting to get calls from them and people were like, Hey, we're moving to the area. We like that builder. It seems like, you know, the area. And it was literally just like me and a DJI Osmo gimbal, like walking around new construction, like check out this kitchen and this looks cool. And what do you think of this trend? Right? Like nothing crazy. I'm like editing it on my iMovie and I started getting calls. And then, um, Eventually, I kind of understood that, like, if I wanted a broader audience and more views and more subscribers, that I needed to open that up a little bit. Mm. And so, um, after I had a couple of closings, I hired an editor, and then now I've got a guy who's on my team. He works for me one day a week on Thursdays. We shoot two videos together. He edits those up, chops them up for social, for YouTube, all that good stuff. And um, that's been the journey, man. So it went from like two closings my first year in 2007, 2018 was my first full year on YouTube, uh, to then like seven. Then last year was like 32 closings. And then this year we've wow. already like put in, we've already, we're at 52 million for the year of which 38% of that is, is from YouTube. Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. In less than four months. That's yeah. amazing. So would you, so based on, you know, to, to shift gears a little bit and kind of look at, you know, things through a real estate lens, would you say that kind of video content would be like the biggest lead pillar, like in particular, you know, the social media component of it? So, so video is by far the biggest thing that we do. Um, okay. I, we, we get, um, this, it's the first is like referrals in one way or the other. So Got agent it. referrals, sphere referrals, channel account kind of stuff, but we're marketing to these people with the videos that we're shooting for our YouTube channel. Mm. Okay. So like one way or the other, like it's so multi like you, video is so multifaceted and I don't think people really, really understand that we get a ton of leads, like 10 to 15 leads a day from our YouTube channel. Wow. But then we also get a ton from past clients sphere and then agents that you know we send our weekly email newsletter to which has mm -hmm. all of our videos in it mm -hmm. and so um so yeah by far it's it's like the most important thing we do wow that's amazing awesome 
So Sorry. let's let's take a let's take a step back on on the video content and obviously, you know, um it's been super successful for you. So I guess did you move to were you in real estate before you moved to Orlando or did you move to a new market, get into real estate? Like walk me through the the beginning stages of your career. Yeah, so I've been um I started off as uh like an an investor and an appraiser in 2003. And I did that until the market fell out in Detroit. Uh, in 2008. And so all of a sudden I was doing appraisals, but I didn't have like the Mac daddy appraisal license where I could work with like big banks. Cause they changed the laws. Like, right. The market's falling apart. Mm -hmm. Dodd-Frank comes in, all these other kind of things come in and completely change the landscape. And they're like, Hey, you have to have a college degree. You have to have a million years of experience. Yeah. You have to have all these other things. And I was like, I don't have any of that. And so what am I going to do? And I'm like, well, I could sell real estate. So, um, <laughs> I got in, <laughs> in, like, in like 2008 uh, in 2008, um, I started cold calling banks and I was just like, Hey, you know, we don't have a relationship, but you have a lot of foreclosures. And, um, I know you guys can, you guys have houses to sell. This is Detroit. Everything's like, you know, on sale. And so I eventually got a couple banks to give me a shot and I sold like 84 houses my first full year in the business. Wow. And so, That's um, crazy. Yeah. All foreclosure. Like it was literally yeah, like I'd yeah. wake up in the morning they would send me houses. And so um, then eventually that changed to where, you know, foreclosures went away. I had to go more like database driven farming. Those were kind of my jam until I left Detroit in, uh, in 2016. So uh, my best year ever there, we did 40 million uh, and, and 1.1 million in GCI for 2016. And then uh, we started over here. Wow. We had our best year ever and then decided to leave the city. Yeah. <laughs> Makes perfect Go out on top. <laughs> exactly. Just, just mic drop. And then I was out. So, uh, no, it was, you know, for us, it was, um, I could see myself, you know, I could have done really continued to do really well there, continue to build. I think there was a lot of opportunity. That's where every, that's where I'm from. All my sphere is, but it wasn't like where we really wanted to raise our kids. And it was like, we wanted more opportunity. We wanted better weather. You know, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Detroit or anywhere in the Northeast, but it's like, dark and gloomy it snowed like literally today which is Ken, you know, Ken, I'm, from, I'm from canada i'm oh, from toronto so yeah it's oh yeah. so condolences um, <laughs> i was brushing off snow off like so i was brushing snow off my car this morning so it was really it was so really cold this Florida? morning here too Oh yeah, right. In, 54. In yeah, 54. Yeah, that's, that, that's a little chilly. That's a little chilly. Mm, so yeah, that, that's been, that's been our journey. So started over and um, just to just to kind of you know for a better life for our kids and more opportunity. And so you move into a brand new marketplace. You completely uproot everything. Move into a brand new market marketplace. And so the first thing that you think of in terms of building your real estate business is what is it? Video sphere? Like what is it? Like because there's a lot of agents who move across the world, the continent, the country, and they're mm -hmm. in the same boat that you're in back in, sorry, you said 2016, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, so I think for me, um, it was, oh crap, I don't know anyone here. I'm going to buy business. That's what I did. It was the wrong mm -hmm. move because I burned through like 120 grand in six months of just trying to like hire people. I'm hiring ISAs. I'm doing radio ads. I'm like, oh crap, I need to hurt. Like my... Um, getting on like the non-tech side of this. Hopefully this is okay. Um, my mindset was like, I'm my ego and who I am is a good real estate agent. People know me as a high producing real estate agent. So more than profit, it's more important to me that I go sell houses, which was totally the wrong move. And so I had to like pull ego out of it and mm -hmm. just say, listen, I'm going to go back to bootstrapping and starting over. So if I'm you, anybody starting over in today's market, I would be doing as much free stuff and hustling as hard as you can. And what does that look like? I think it's like open houses, video, um, those two is where I would start, you know, open houses and video is, is a huge piece. 
A thousand percent. I couldn't agree more. And that's, I think that too many people are like trying to find the easy way. Right. And I think that putting in the work and getting in front of as many people as possible, you know, is yep. key for sure. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Going back to basics, right. As they mm-hmm. call it in this industry. It works. The brilliant basics. So, what, like so let, let's go over, you know, the journey in Orlando. What did it look like 2016? What did the trajectory look like? Like, did you start automatically like with a team? Or was it kind of solo? You talked about buying out a business. Mm-hmm. What was the evolution of kind of the past, you know, six years, five and a half years? Yeah, it was. Um, so my my assistant had been working with me for like six months in Michigan. And she was just kind of getting the idea of like, I'm getting the hang of this. This is working pretty cool. And then um, I announced to my team, I'm, I'm moving. And so she said, um, can we, can I come with you? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> um, Sure, we'll figure that out. And so she literally stayed with me. She she stayed up in Michigan for like three or four months to like help me finish out all my pipeline. And then she moved. And so then when she got here and she's like, cool, now what? <laughs> and, um, and so uh, so we started out, I started like buying Zillow leads and like all these other things. Like I mentioned pay-per-click leads and stuff that were just not converting. And, and not that those things are bad. Like that's, I want to make sure that's clear. Like not that any of those things are bad. They just weren't right for me. Mm-hmm. And so we weren't converting well and all of that. And so anyways, um, I hired a bunch of agents. I was literally walking to my, I'm with Keller Williams. I walked into my market center. I'm like, Hey, you're not producing. Come join my team. You're not doing anything. Come on, you know? And it was, it didn't work. So, but anyways, 2017 was our first full year. We did 11 million. Um, but I lost money because I was spending money on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next year was 28 million. And then 34 million last year was 73 million and then this year should be 110 million wow that's amazing congratulations i'm good yeah (laughs) so good how big is that how big is the team how big is the team can now um so um so for the first quarter of this year it was me five agents two assistants and then just uh more recently we brought on two more agents and one more assistant and now an intern starts next week so um 10 people, 11 people with the wow. intern. Amazing. Fantastic. That's cool. Um, so I feel like probably every podcast you go on, all you talk about is content creation and video, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of want to like take it in a different direction, right? Um, you know, so what else, what else is Ken known for? Uh, I, I know it's not tennis. I know it's not basketball or juggling. So oh, that's you know. for sure. Although I'm pretty good at, if you go on Giphy and you type in Ken Posick, I'm like, I'm dumb on their juggling. That's where I'm at. In the, um, in the video, I'm going to see if our admin, Sarah, if you're listening, uh, if she can find that GIF and put it in. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. there. So yeah. that's, <laughs> so um, I'm, I, before I did the video thing, I was really well known for database and that's something I'm still really passionate about. And so I think that anytime you can build a list or really any asset that like, I, I, you know, they're the big, bad bully in the room. So anything that Zillow can't take away from you, uh, I think is a really powerful thing. And so for me, um, we've got 11,000 people in our database. We have 34,000 in our agent database. And so, um, and we market, market to them. And so, um, for me, if you can, so obviously the subscriber base is huge on, on YouTube because every time you post, it gets ding. Hopefully they're they're clicking the subscribe and they're hitting the bell. Um, but then also, what if you want to push out more content in other places? So for us, we use Constant Contact. We put out um, what we call the Orlando Reel, which is just like R-E-A-L. And that's, um, you know, Orlando News. So it's like theme parks, real estate, living in Orlando. So that's like 
new bars, new coffee shops, new Thai restaurant, like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it has like a really high open rate. And so um, we're getting a lot of leads from there as well. And so I think that that's um, honestly what, you know, video is awesome. And I feel like that's definitely what I do the most on podcast wise. But uh, for me, I think that's the backbone of every business is having a database, servicing it really well, providing value. And as big as you can get that thing, um, the bigger your business will grow. How often do you go back and do an audit of your database? Because it's, you know, you have 11,000 and then Mm -hmm. 34,000 in the agent. Like those are huge numbers. Like, is it something annually you're going through it and being like, you know what, let's call the database or are you just trying to ramp it up as high as you can get it for exposure? Um, yeah. So it's, um, so, so many of these come from all over. It's hard for me to like call everybody. We have email addresses for everybody, but we probably only have home addresses for about a thousand of those people. And so I would love to have like home addresses, phone numbers, the whole, the whole gambit, but, yeah. um, but we just don't have that yet. Um, but I mean, we do the, like, you know, we use, we used constant contact to pull the bounces out. You know, we do, we do reach out specifically to people that click. So if like my team gets an open and click report for every, which I stole from viral marketing, Frank Klesitz, shout out to you. Um, so he used to do this thing for us when I used to pay them to run our database, he'd send us every other week, um, an Excel spreadsheet and say, Hey, Susie clicked on why I want to buy a house. And then that's a great Mm. point to then reach out and say, Hey, Susie, just thinking about you. How you been? <laughs> so, um, wow. So, wow. Just like, and so then she's intuitive. like, oh my, oh my gosh. Like you, uh, you were thinking about, I just saw your email. Yeah. I just saw your email. That's so weird. So anyways, we've have, um, so Kelsey on our team, she's our marketing manager. She puts that out every week now for our team. And so she'll, um, through constant contact and brevity is the other one that we use. Um, she can see who that person's tagged to and then sends it out to the team's database. That's so a really powerful thing. And that's how we're, I think we're getting so many referrals. It's just, we are very proactive with our database, um, making sure we're staying in front of them as much as possible. Mm, amazing. Ken, can I ask, what do you think is going to be, you know, Zillow's been in the marketplace for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what would you anticipate as being a disruptor in, in our industry? Whether it's an entity, an app, a program, like what would you think or what would you predict as being kind of the next big disruptor in the real estate industry? I think that if somebody can figure out the open door model that's actually profitable, I think that's going to be a huge one. Um, But do I think that like real estate agents are going to all go work for Zillow one day? Because I think there's probably going to be a good amount of them that do. I think that if like if a Zillow can figure out like a Redfin model that actually is also again profitable because none of these people can feels like turn a good profit. Um, if they can do that, I think that would be huge. But I think what keeps like us in business and how we stay relevant with our clients is like again like how do you my my pain point for me is with my team and my my as we're going through marketing is like how do I stay relevant in someone's life between the time that they buy and seven years from now when they sell? Yeah. And if I can do a really good job with that. And, and basically keep them off Zillow. Or even if they go to Zillow or realtor.com, I don't care. It's like, do they click to call another agent? This is what I care about. Yeah, exactly. And so um, I'm not like pushing them back to my website. I'm just like, hey, if you have anything you need, whether that's a dry cleaner, a new bar you want to try, or you want to buy or sell a house, my team and I has you covered. And so um, that's kind of the, for me, I'm hoping I'm disrupting their model in one little bit of I can. So providing that level of service and that level of just, you know, having your your pulse in on the market in terms of what's happening in your in, in your community, whose job is that? Like when you talk about, you know, this new event, this new restaurant, this new business popping up, that in and of itself sounds like a full-time job. Like who's who would be responsible for for something like that? 
Yeah. So Kelsey on our team is our, our marketing manager, but I mean, I was doing it myself up until wow. a year ago. So it was literally like, um, I've, I've got like, so I think every major Metro has like a, we have what's called growth spotter. They're run by the Orlando Sentinel and there's literally people all day, all day, every day. They have to log on to figure out what the new permitting is for everything. Like they're, yeah. that's what they, they, and I pay for a service that way, but we also have like the Orlando business journal. I'm sure there's like a Houston business journal, right. Or a Toronto business journal. And so like digging into that and then like just jumping on Yelp and figuring out like who's what, what's been like best, better um, rated lately. It's pretty easy. So she spends like, I would say three hours a week kind of pulling new stuff in and kind of like curating our newsletter. And then she's also sending it to me like, Hey, this might be a good video to do. And so, um, that's, that's, that's her full-time job is just like managing the database, getting that out to the team, creating content and going from there. Do you, do you, is there an expectation on the team that people on the team do video as well? Or is it kind of like you're, I, you're the brand? I, sorry, Katie. <laughs> taking the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> no. that's, that's Katie's question, but I asked it. Uh, um, so, um, so, so the opportunity is there for everybody, but not everybody wants to take advantage of it. So we have, everybody has to operation side and team has to do an intro video because it has to go into their email. Um, and you're, you'd be blown away. They're on a separate channel. They're not on mine. They're like on a team one. That's not really, we don't push it very much. So, but if you look at like, even like my assistant, she's got like 400 views, which means that somebody that she sent an email to had to have clicked it because people aren't searching her up online to watch her videos. Right. And so, um, I think video is like a, a really great way to, um, to build that, that, that rapport. And so everybody does like an intro video. And then I do have a couple agents on my team that have said, no, we want to get into video and it's gone really, really well, nice. uh, in a, in a lot of different ways. And so where do you have them dip their toe in? Like in terms of like, you know, social media platforms, like whatever, walk us through that. Is it like, because you're so you're crushing YouTube, is that where they start first or are they dipping their toe in the water with like Facebook and Instagram? Like, Ooh, yeah, good question. So, um, so the ones, so I, I suggest everybody, you know, that, that when you have a, a closing that you friend request and or follow your client on Facebook and Instagram, everybody on my team does. Okay. But there's only half of them that are like, well then go on stories every day. Yeah. Like if you follow uh, Brie Tucker, she's on my team. She's like one of the top agents on my team crushes it. She's 22 mom of two, sold 10 million last year, like 40, 40 houses. And I'm like, okay, great. So you got 40 people that you need to go follow. And then on stories every day, you're just documenting like Gary V talks about document, don't create. Mm -hmm. So just document your journey. You know, you're out showing houses, you're out of closing, your, your babies are running around, just document, be a normal person. And like, she started doing that and boom, like she's getting referrals like crazy from her past clients. Like, oh, it's that easy. Um, <laughs> and so like, go figure. And so, um, so that's, you know, that's, that's what they do. But then they're all, there are two agents that are also doing the YouTube stuff. So like we did a village, um, a villages lifestyle tour, which is like the biggest retirement community in the country. There's a hundred thousand people that live there. Wow. Well, Brie happens to live like 20 minutes from there. I'm like, you should do the video and be like our villages expert. So she did that. And now she's got like, she's getting like a lead a day from that video. It's got like 67,000 views in like, 40 wow. days. Wow. So, um, not yeah. bad, I guess. You know? Not bad, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, if you, not bad if you can get it. And so the cool thing is like, if you're a team leader out there providing, like a lot of folks are, they don't want to put their team members on video because a, what if they leave B, what if they leave and go do this themselves? C, um, what if I'm not the star anymore? There's like a lot of different drunk monkey things. But for me, I'm like, you know, I've built this over three years. It took me a really long time to get where I'm at. If they want to try to go recreate that, go ahead, try. Um, a, B, if they do, that's okay too, because not everybody 
Like there could be literally another agent that lives in my block that does exactly the same thing. And people are going to resonate with different people, different ways. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, worst case scenario, they reach out to me and they want to work with Brie after she leaves my team, which hopefully she never will. Uh, and I'll get a referral fee out of it. Like, Oh, you know, that's darn, I, you know, like I'm okay with all of those things. So, um, I think that people should be pushing their team members a little bit more. And that like growth and abundance mindset is so rare in this industry, I feel like. Um, and that's, I mean, Steven and I both run teams, right? And that's something that, you know, our team members are in videos, they're doing their own videos, you know, um, I'm all for, you know, kind of sharing that. So yeah, yeah, 100%. I think that as team leaders get a little caught up when they're not providing enough value for their team members. And that um, that scares them. They know like, hey, if because like right now to produce what we do for our team members from the admin side to the marketing side, to you, like you even mentioned it, you're like, that seems like that's a lot of work to put all that together. <laughs> like mm. it, it is. So if they were to try to recreate that and create this machine that we've done, it would take them a lot and you know more prop, props to them if not. But I feel like we, we create a ton of value for them. And because that like my turnover um, is none, like nobody leaves. <laughs> <laughs> you're they never, don't leave you're me. never leaving Ken. <laughs> yeah. They sign a lifetime contract. Yeah. You sign in blood. <laughs> yeah, sign in blood. <laughs> That's hilarious. Ken, walk us through the journey, like you know, your yourself, the team, real estate over the course of the next five and ten years. Like where are you gonna be? Are you just gonna be master content creator for the team? Are you still gonna be in real estate? What does that look like? Yeah, we're gonna do um so it's a great question and, and, and ongoing in terms of like what we're, what we're doing, but it is getting more like clear to us. So my, I would love to be in the sweet spot of content creation, handling luxury clients and building my team. Mm-hmm. Also by helping like build our real estate portfolio and the agents on the team can invest in that for long-term assets. Uh, but then also just growing that. So buying flips, burr method, going through just building our, our real estate portfolio. If I could, that's my sweet spot, right? Those, those things right there. And so then now it's, it's raising up leaders on the team. So Brie, I keep talking about her because I'm a big fan of hers, um, but she's going to, you know, she'll, she'll, you know, help train new agents on the team and she'll get a bit of an override and kind of ring her up in the leadership. And there's another guy, Gio, on my team who's like my number one buyer's agent. Um, you know, he's, he's starting to take on roles. And so for me, I, I really enjoy crafting leadership and growing those people up to build a really big organization. So, um, I mean, I feel like at a hundred million, we're just, just scratching the surface of what's like available here in Orlando and in central Florida. So I could see us getting to like a 250, $300 million team growing out uh, a ton of, you know, assets content wise, and then buying a bunch of real estate. So that's kind of my, my, my trajectory. I love that vision because I look at even for, for myself as we, as I'm building this team, I equate it to like Nike and giving each member an opportunity to, to grow into a leadership role, to build that division of Nike, whether it's golf, whether it's like tennis, whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be, you're still the, you're still Nike, right? (laughs) You're still the big brand, but within the brand there's there's the divisions of it. So I love it. I think that's a great vision. Yeah. And there's so many, the cool thing about our, our industry is there's so many verticals. Like you can do property management, investment, wholesaling, um, ours, we could do an Airbnb, like Airbnbs are huge in Orlando. You could do Airbnb stuff. There are so like, that's a great way to put it. I've never thought about that before, but yeah, there's so many different facets of this business that you can, um, that you can be successful at. And I don't need a hundred percent of all of it. I can just take 10% of 10 things and do extremely well. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's amazing. I know what team I'm joining joining when I move to Orlando. That's right. Come on down. <laughs> Just sign in ink. Uh, sign in blood. Sign in blood. <laughs> you Steve, you love Orlando and all the food there. I do. I do. Yeah, I love it. So so good. 
<laughs> my in-laws have a place in Boca, so nice. When we yeah, roll is a good spot. Yeah, it's great. We're, we're insulated from hurricanes here, you know, no no earthquakes, no state income tax. It's very Florida-esque or uh, Texas-esque. So that's awesome. That's amazing. All right. What would be the one piece of advice you would give a brand new agent? Actually, no, because we've already kind of covered that. So scratch that, erase that from your memory. We talked about that, you know, database, open houses, um, and, you know, really just grinding. What would be your advice you would give to someone that's been in the business for maybe five or 10 years that's like looking to, you know, 2x, 3x, or whatever x their business? I think, um, you know, grow through people is probably where you need to focus. And so, uh, and, but don't do that until you have the leads to kind of like, um, actually, you know, grow those people as well. I think that's people get caught up in like, there's just one agent here and he does a lot of business. And, and again, there's no right way to do any of this. It's only what's good for you. But the guy is like, he brags that he works 20 hours a day, won't hire an admin and he's stuck, right? He's like $20 million producer, which is great business, but like, he's never going to do more than that. Cause he's just, you know, eventually you're going to, stroke out. And so uh, I think the, that person that's like in that five year window, like even if you don't want to grow a mega team, getting some sort of leverage in your life. So where you can grow and do something bigger and more fun, uh, get some of your personal time back, all that good stuff. I think that's something you want to focus on, but make sure you have enough leads to be able to, you know, take care of these people. So um, that's where I would, I would say most people should, should focus on. Yeah. That's I agree. <clears throat> I heard I heard that someone was talking about to leverage time, whatever, whatever it's going to whatever that time looks like that you want to get back to leverage, you have to delegate and you have to get over that hump. You have to delegate, which is releasing control over the things that you do on a daily basis. And so I think I think most agents struggle with that because they they fight with, hey, it, well, no one's going to do it the way that I do it. They want just, me. They want me. Oh, I'll tell you what. So I thought that for so many different reasons. And one was like admin. I'm like, oh, nobody's going to do the admin as well. Okay. That was what, easy for me to give up because I'm like, I have paperwork everywhere. And, you know, okay, great. So my admin is way better than me, like way better. Dots or T's, crosses, you know, whatever, you know, that whole saying. But um, she's very good. Um, and then I thought the YouTube stuff, I'm like, well, they call me because they like me. They like my videos. They're never going to want to work with anybody other than me. And that was a drunk monkey because it was like, all of a sudden my reviews because we, we push google reviews pretty hard um the reviews from them is phenomenal like they're like my, you know we loved working with so and so like they're the best agent ever on and on and on and i'm just like they didn't want me they wanted great service and so um that's a, a great point nice awesome cool well steve King do you want to oh. hit him with the hard hitting question oh hit me. yeah this is this is a hard one we end off all of our podcasts with this one question, this one quintessential question, which is the game changer. Ken, it is your last day on earth and you have access to your final meal. Not to sound too grim, during, especially during these times. <laughs> what is that meal? <laughs> Whether it's a, a meal you make or a meal that's takeout. Or um, what is it? So so this is, I used to, um, I used to go to PF Chang's like every single day oh. for for years. And um, so, <laughs> sorry, and the reason we laughed is our previous podcast guest. Yeah, he, he worked at PF Chang's and he was he said the same thing. So, anyways, oh my gosh! So there's this there's this um, there's this walk bowl there. It's called like the steak walk bowl, and it's like change your life kind of stuff. But it's like twelve hundred <laughs> calories. Like it's terrible for you, but it's so it's so good. Okay. So that would be it. <laughs> That's hilarious because that is literally like David was like David Caldwell. I don't know if you know him out of Oregon. Mm -hmm. He was like, uh, you know, he's like, I hate to say it, but and then he like went into PF Chang's. So 
I love P.F. Chang's. It's one of my favorite chain restaurants because you can go there. They're open late. It's in almost every major city, and you, the food's just so consistent. It and is. I'm I'm here for it. It yeah, closed it in Toronto though, which is weird. It was such Canada. Ma- it was such massive news. We were the first place in Canada to receive a P.F. Chang's, and then they closed. It's crazy. Everybody went over to Tim Hortons. <laughs> so I need to go to like Orlando for P.F. Chang's. Or that's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Awesome. Cool. Well, Katie, I'll let you close it out because I know you're so good at, at doing that. Your intros and your outros. I, the outros don't take much, but um, Ken, we truly appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us today For and sure. dig into you know your real estate journey and your team and team building and, and everything. Um, you're a wealth of knowledge and we appreciate you. Yeah. So thank, thank you both you. for having me. Woo! Round of applause. Thanks so much, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>